Hey everybody, this is Coach Kelly Tammy. I hope you are really enjoying the Life Awakening podcast. And I wonder, did you know that you can actually get paid to listen to my podcast? I know it sounds really crazy, but it's true. I just found this awesome new app. It's called PodCoin, and you actually get paid to listen to my podcast or any other podcast that you want to listen to. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you choose, you can donate it to a PodCoin charity of your choice. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Go right now and download the app on your iPhone or Android. And I have a special code for you. Simply use the code LIFEAWAKENING and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough podcasts on here, you'll get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with the code LIFEAWAKENING. I swear it'll change the way that you listen to podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. I'm your hostess with Moses, Coach Kelly Tamey out here in beautiful San Diego, California. Today, I am doing my podcast via Facebook Live. It is called From Nowhere to Now Here. It's what you do with the space that matters. So this particular podcast has been brewing for a minute. So it it comes from a Facebook post that I did not too long ago. And I kind of wanted to do a podcast and it's like, no, it's not time. It's not time. It's not time. So the last couple of weeks, I've been going all in on my podcast and I have been like getting in y'all's grill. So last week I did, no, last week I said, stop getting ready. This week, I wanted to do nowhere to now here. So last week's premise was that we spend too much time getting ready. Like we keep saying, we're getting ready, 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 we're getting ready. ready. And then when the opportunity comes up, we let the opportunity pass by. And we don't act on the opportunity because we've told our mind that we're getting ready. Well, freaking cut it out. Your subconscious doesn't know the difference between a truth and a lie. It knows what you tell it. So if you tell it that you're getting ready, that means that must mean that you're not ready. So it's going to cue you not to be ready and not take advantage of the opportunity at the time the opportunity arises. So that's what last week's podcast was about. And so I really wanted to dive in today with the nowhere to now here. You know, and I say this all the time. My my primary target market people is women, but I have realized that I have a lot of men that follow me and are resonating with what it is that I'm saying. So I'm super excited to have everybody on here today, and I hope you really enjoy what this is about. So nowhere to now here. I I have a lot of people with me being a life coach that say, I feel stuck. You know what I mean? They've read my book or they've listened to my podcast and they feel like they're just coasting in life. They don't have, they haven't figured out what their purpose is. They forgot how to dream. They're stuck in their job. They're, they're getting paid just enough not to quit and they're doing just enough not to get fired. That's what I call live. You're just existing in life. You're not living life. And so that's what this is, that's what I'm talking about, is you feel like you are nowhere in life and you want to be now here. And it's what you do with the space 
in the middle that matters. And so I was listening to a Rachel pod, uh, Rachel Hollis podcast. She has a podcast called Rise. Thank you, Kim, for introducing me to that because it is one of my most favorite podcasts to listen to. Um, I don't listen to a whole lot of radio anymore. I listen mostly to podcasts. And uh, so she's definitely one of my favorite ones that I listen to on a regular basis. And she interviewed a guy named Ed Milet. <clears throat> I have no idea who he was or had no idea who he was. Still really don't have... A very deep clue about who Ed Milet is but she has been on his podcast and he has now been interviewed on her podcast and he's very very rich <laughs> he's a financial analyst and, and teaches about finances and this that and the other and so you know Rachel's podcast is about business and scaling your business whether you know you're going into new business she's very much about empowering women and teaching them you know like stop believing the hype about you have to wait to be happy and that was one thing that they touched on today is you know we we get stuck in this place of you know what I'm right here now here and I don't know what my next step is I don't know where it is that I'm supposed to go I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing well if you're a mom I'm a, I'm a grandmother I'm I got two grown kids and I got three beautiful grandchildren and my grandchildren are my reason for life like hands down they they are the air in my lungs and not to say that my children aren't they are but they're grown they're living their life but I talk about this in my podcast all the time that I want to leave a legacy for my family and I ask people all the time like do you know who your great-grandparents were do you know who your great-great-grandparents were what about your great-great-great-grandparents? Without doing a genealogy thing to figure out who they were, like name-wise, where they lived, and some basic things about your grandparents, like, do you know who your great-grandparents were? Your great-great-grandparents, were they alive long enough for you to get to know them? If not, did they leave you a legacy of something for you to know them by? For you to remember them by and to pass on your lineage, your legacy to your children and to your grandchildren and to your great-grandchildren. What's your legacy look like right now? Like, do you have a financial status that you're proud of? Are you where you want to be financially in your life at whatever age it is that you're at? Do you have a financial plan for the future? Like, all of those things are so freaking important. And this is what I'm talking about. We're building the bridge from nowhere to now here. Okay, so maybe your now here is your nowhere. That's a tongue twister. Your now here is your nowhere. And we've got to build a bridge. We've got to figure out what to do in the space. We've got to figure out what to do in the gap to get you to what your future now here is. So what is your now here in the future look like? Like, do you, do you have dreams? Do you have a vision? Do you know where it is that you want to go? Like it, it, it says in the Bible, people without a vision perish. And, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. Like that's that's prevalent. And I, and I listen to that all the time. And Ed Milet is a freaking genius. And I, and I probably should have taken more notes before I got on here and did this podcast. But I, he said something that really struck me. And I, I, I'm going to repeat it as closely as I can, but I would definitely want to give him credit for it because it's not, it's not my thought, but I, it definitely resonated with me. So if you have children at home and let's say you still have young children at home, I, this would be grandchildren in my, in my respect, but if you still have small children at home and you're the mom 
and they have an event, they have a play or they have a soccer event or a baseball, softball, whatever. They have this event. You go to that event, you see who? You see them. You see your child immediately. You see your child right then and your eyes are on them. Regardless of what else is going on at that event, all you see is them. Well, when you walk in the room, there could be a crowd full of people. Who do you think your child sees? Your child sees you. Their eyes are on you. Mommy's here. Daddy's here. They're watching me. I have to do good for them. They have their curiosity. And I talked about this last week too. A child's curiosity is freaking amazing. Like we forgot how to be curious. We threw curious out the door when people told us we had to be realistic in our in our goals and our dreams. Screw all that. I'm not being realistic in nothing. If I, if I told y'all my real goals and dreams, you'd be like, what are you talking about? So if your kids see only you and you want, I, I, I don't know a parent on the face of the planet. I don't know any personally that do not want the absolute best for their children. You continuously tell your children on a regular basis, you can be anything that you want to be. You can be the president, you can fly to the moon, you can be an astronaut, you can be a, a fighter pilot, you can be whatever it is that you, you know, you do, you tell them these things, you feed them their dreams and you feed their dreams on a regular basis. So <clears throat> your children are looking up to you and they want nothing more than for mom to be happy. They want nothing more than mom to live her best life. Well, when they're, you know, three, four, five, six, even seven, eight years old, that's great. They, they are looking up to mom. Mom is everything. Mom is feeding me. Mom is working. Mom is doing this. Mom is doing that. Mom has got her shit together and she is handling it. Well, they're going to keep growing and they're going to keep getting older. And there's going to be a point in time where they figure out who mom is. They figure out who dad is. And it happens to all of us. When you tell your child they can be anything that they want to be, what happens when they reverse the question on you? Why aren't you, mom? Why didn't you? Why didn't you chase your dreams? Why didn't you build that business you wanted to build? Why did you give up on life? Why are you just okay with the status quo? Like, what are you going to say when your child asks you that question? How is that going to feel? Like, there's no right or wrong answer to what we should be doing in our life. You should be happy in every moment of your life. You get to decide what happiness is to you. You get to decide where you go. Like, what is your dream? Is your dream to be a stay-at-home mom? If that is, great. Be the best stay-at-home mom that you could be. But there should be so much joy and happiness in your house. And your job is your home, your family unit, cooking, cleaning, making that house the most solid unit that it can be. And when they see the joy and the happiness that you have in that family unit, then there's no doubt in their mind, in their mind that mom is everything that she wanted to be. She succeeded in life because she wanted to be the best mom. She wanted to be the best cook. She wanted to be the best cheerleader for me. She wanted to support me in all my dreams in the best way that she could do. You win. But what if circumstances were perfect and you 
didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom and you wanted to have your own business and you wanted to do something outside the house. You wanted to start a nonprofit, but you used your children as an excuse not to. Well, I've got kids at home, so I can't. But yet you're telling your kids to chase their dream. You're telling your kids, hey, I need you to chase your dream and be the best you can be and do whatever it is that, that it is that you want to do. Well, if you're not setting an example for your kids to do that, how are they going to? They're learning from you. They're watching you at all times. Like they need to see mom living her best life, whatever that looks like. If that's being a CEO at a company, be a CEO at the company. If that's running a nonprofit, then run the nonprofit. Like there is no rules to living your best life, but you have to decide that you're going to do it and do it unapologetically and authentically be 100% yourself in doing so. Like that's part of bridging the gap from nowhere to now here. Where is your now here going to be five years from now? Where is your now here going to be 10 years from now? What happens when you catch your dream? Like he talked about that today. Like Rachel Hollis talked about that. So I caught one of my dreams. I actually have caught several of my dreams, but I didn't get bogged down by I caught my dream. I was like, okay, this is cool. And I coasted for a minute because I needed to, to get my bearings. It's like, okay, I caught my dream. Now what? You know what I mean? Like what do, what do I do with this dream now that I have it? Is this is this all I'm going to do or is there something bigger? Do I, is there a bigger dream attached to this? Am I going to grow more? Am I, what, what does this look like? So let me, let me take you guys on a journey. So I did the personal trainer in 2012. It took me a good solid two years to get my footing as a personal trainer and to become the, to become a, in my mind, a real personal trainer like the first two years I was still trying to figure it out I was trying to figure out how to build a business I was trying to figure out how to retain my clients I was trying to figure out what is my specialty as a personal trainer is it weight loss is it strength building is it a combination of the two and it kind of morphed I started with the weight loss and that was fine and then I started digging more into nutrition and I added vitamin supplements and so that all kind of went together and then I started strength training myself because I love to lift heavy shit and throw it around that's my idea of fun that's my idea of cardio but not every client that walked in my door that's not what they needed, nor is that what they wanted to do. I had a lot of women that I was coaching that was afraid of heavy weights because they thought they'd look like a man. And so I wanted to cultivate a community and environment in the gym that I was working at that taught them that lifting heavy is not going to make you look like a man. That you can lift as heavy as you want to lift and you would still look feminine that the women that look manly are eating a certain way they're taking certain kinds of vitamin supplements they're lifting in a certain way to do that i don't i don't know how they do that so i couldn't coach you how to do that even if i wanted to but being strong gives you longevity of life being strong helps you be more mobile as we get older it keeps your bones strong so that you have less injuries as you're getting older and so that was my primary focus on every everybody that came through the door and hired me as a coach 
I taught them how to be strong. Well, in the process of teaching them how to be strong, I realized there were a lot of emotional and mental things that I had to teach them along the way. I had to teach them, or I had to figure out, I teach came later on, but I, I had to figure out what is that mental block that keeps having you take a step back? What is that mental block that keeps you falling off the wagon with your meal plan? What is that mental block that as soon as you start getting results in the gym, you quit coming? What is that mental block that has you going to the bar on the weekends and ruining all the work that we just did for six weeks where you lost 10 pounds and 6% and of your body fat? Like, I realized I was life coaching way more than I was doing anything with their body. Like I had to break down what was going on in their head and emotionally. And that's kind of what led me to being a life coach. On top of, I was life coaching my best friend out of, a, out of an abusive relationship. You know what I mean? She'd been in an abusive relationship for 14 years and I coached her out of that and into finding somebody that, you know, could have been her, her soulmate. But it taught her that she deserved a better life. It taught her that she was worthy of somebody who loved her without his fists. And so that's where I found my next now here. That's where I found my next bridge to my next dream, to my next goal, to my next landing spot. You know, you, you can't sit still and like life is ever moving all right everything we do is in constant motion energy never slows down energy never dies the seconds are ticking off the clock every day every single day so if the seconds are ticking off the clock once it's gone you don't get it back if i'm not mistaken we have 170 days left in this year 170 days. It's 2019. 170 days before 2020 gets here. Are you ready? Like, did you set goals at the beginning of the year? Are you, have you done a, a, a self-awareness checkup? Like, okay, I set these goals at the beginning of the year. I'm only a quarter of the way through with what I thought I should be through with by now. So now it's time to reevaluate and let's readjust. Maybe Maybe I put too much on my plate for a year. Let's back this down just a little. Let's let's take the let's take the throttle down. Let's take the foot off the gas for just a second and let's see if we can get to where it is that we need to get to in at a slower rate of speed. So what I mean by that is sometimes we push our foot down so hard on the gas that we miss a turn. We, maybe we were supposed to turn right when we got to the crossroads and we went straight. Maybe we were supposed to turn left at the crossroads and we went straight. But we were trying to reach the goal so fast that we missed the bridge. I want you to not miss the bridge. I want you to take the throttle off the gas for just a second and it just be in the moment, man. Just breathe. Like, we get so caught up in this thing called life. We get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life that we forget to enjoy the little things of life. We forget to say, oh, this is pretty freaking awesome. You know what I mean? Like I, and, and I'm, I am guilty, guilty as charged. I do that shit on a regular basis. So, and what I mean by that is like, I've been here 19 months in California. My foot has been on the gas ever since I got here. I published a book. It hit 
number one bestseller in this category was great. You know what I mean? I hit a goal, two goals. I published a book and I hit number one bestseller new, new release. So I hit two, uh, two of my goals this year already. I started a podcast last year. I've got 6,000 listeners on there already. It hit iHeartRadio last week. I've been trying to get on iHeartRadio for the last six months. That's huge. So, like, I had to sit back and, like, huh, like, this is awesome. Like, this is great. This is a wonderful place to be. And so, like, just because the book is published, momentum doesn't stop. There's more steps to come along. So, you know, there there has to be a plan. I don't want to just sell enough books to hit bestseller and then not sell any more books. There's got to be a plan. My ultimate goal is to retire from personal training. And I have an end date for that. I have to be financially in a position to say, okay, when that date gets here, I'm out. No questions asked and there should be no fear there. And so I've set things in motion in order to get me from nowhere to now here. You know, I'm, I've hit my now here spot. And so now I've got to have another now here. Your now here's are going to change and there's going to be bridges in between each of those now here's. The nowhere is why I say that because I'm definitely not nowhere because I'm very clear and I have a lot of clarity. I have big dreams. I have big goals. I have like humongous dreams and goals. So, but they don't, they scare me just enough to keep me motivated. They don't scare me to the point where there's no way in hell you're going to do that. Like we're never going to get everything done in this life. And I'm, like I said, I, I want to help you guys build a bridge. Every, every goal that you get to, you got to build a bridge to the next one. Because you've got to grow. You've got to learn how to become the person that you have to be in order to perform at the level that you need to perform at to reach that next level. Now, this is, this is going to be the part that, that stings a little bit. Okay? We are the sum total of our five closest friends. If you're stagnant in your life, if you're just existing in your life, where are your friends at? Are your friends just existing in life? Are they on the merry-go-round and they're just chilling and they're okay with the status quo? Or do they have dreams? Do they have goals? Are they moving forward? Are they where you want to be financially? Are they the parents that you want to be with your children? Are they where you want to be emotionally? Are they where you want to be professionally? Like, do they own their own business? Is that something that you want to do? Do they have a nonprofit? Is that something that you want to do? Uh, do are they a public speaker? Is that something you want to do? Like, do you know what you want? Do you know where you want to go? Do you know what your next step is? Like, there's got to be something that connects you from nowhere to now here. And it starts here. So, you know, we, we all know I love, I love God. Source, higher power, inner being. We, we know I love me some Jesus. I'm a Jesus follower. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what, what you call your, your higher power. I just hope that you believe in something. What if... When we transition into the transition into the afterlife, we're in heaven. And this is Ed Milet. I'm I'm stealing I'm so stealing this from now on to use it as my own. I give him credit, but like I'm 
Ed, if you ever listen to my podcast, boss, I appreciate you. <laughs> this is awesome and I'm stealing it and I'm going to share it with everybody that will listen. So what if when our life is done and we transition into the afterlife, we go to heaven and God is going to introduce you to the man or woman that he made you to be. Think about those words. He's going to introduce you to the man or the woman that he created you to be. So I'm just going to say my altar, my my twin in heaven, the person that God made me to be, I'm going to call her Gina. Because I keep saying, damn, Gina, all the time and all my stuff. So uh, I, I'm going to call her Gina. Or maybe I should call her Tina because my name starts with a T and her, name's, her name starts with a T. Whatever her name is, God introduces me to the woman that he made me to be. One of two things is going to happen. Either she's going to be my identical twin and I accomplished everything that God put me here on this earth to accomplish. And I impacted all the people that I could impact and then some. I left a legacy for my family that shine so bright that it will be there for generations to come and when my when my twin meets me she's gonna be like damn I've been watching you and you did it you did everything that you set out to do when you went to earth and my response will be well I've been chasing you that's how I did it and she can say well you caught me good job or the other alternative is is you're merely a shadow of the person that you could have been. And you didn't accomplish not even a quarter of what you came to this earth to accomplish. Which one do you want to be? A choice is yours. It's totally up to you where you go, how long you, you know, what, what you do with your life, the legacy it is that you leave. Nobody gets to decide for you where you're going, how you're going to get there, what kind of impact it is that you're, that you're going to leave. It's totally up to you. It's not up to anybody else. You get to decide. Your trauma doesn't define you. Like, I got a whole list of traumas. And if you haven't read my book yet, then read my book. It'll tell you. I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse from my mother and my biological father. Teenage rape from my stepdad, who was the only man that I called dad. Married my, my kid's dad at 18. Had my son at 19. Had my daughter at 20. Had two divorces, lost everything that I owned four times in my life. Went through a depression that I had to stare down with a bottle of sleeping pills in 2009. I went through all of that. And I'm standing here before you bigger than life. And I have changed my life. I sold everything I owned and drove my happy ass across this country from Atlanta to, to California. No net. I didn't know nobody. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anywhere to live. And I had less than $700 in my bank account when I, when I rode out. And I found out the day before I left that I had a rear main seal leak in my car. I made it. And I changed my life because I said, this is what I'm doing. And I jumped. If you just sit on your ass and let life kick you in the face and continue to beat you down and say, oh, poor pitiful me, that's a choice. That is a choice. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to freaking hear it. Because you chose. When trauma happens, you get a choice. Turn right, turn left, go straight. But if you sit there and you play that victim, that's a choice. And nobody owes you nothing. Nobody owes me nothing for the things that I went through. Nobody. 
I wrote that book to show people you can become whoever it is that you want to become. You can create whatever life it is that you want to create, but it is up to you. You got to start building more bridges. And that means you got to start building more bridges from where you are now here. Okay. You got to, you got to start building bridges from nowhere to now here. And if you're like, I'm, I'm in a spot where I'm now here. I, I'm not in a dark place. I don't feel lost. I have, I have a very clear or yeah, I, I have a pretty clear vision of what direction it is I'm going and what's next. Do I have all the pieces figured out? Absolutely not. But I'm in the process of figuring it out. And I'm growing and learning something new every day to get me from right here where I'm at to where I want to go. And that means I have to keep building bridges. I have to keep learning. I have to cultivate a circle of influence that has been where I want to go. I have to have mentors that are doing what I want to do. I don't have any friends in my immediate circle that are doing what I want to do. I just made some new friends that are authors. I just made some new friends that are public speakers. They're doing it at a level that's better than I am because I'm just starting. But I want to do it on a grander scale than what they're doing. So I start here and I want to go there. And so it's time to build a bridge. Who can I find as a mentor that I can turn into a friend that can teach me, that can look back and say, hey, you're going to get, you're, you're in a growth period right now that's going to take you from here to here. These are the things that I experienced during that growth period. These are the roadblocks. These are the speed bumps. These are the times where I struggled. This is what I did to get over that speed bump. This is what I did to get around that roadblock. This is when I turned left. You're going to have to make a decision when you get here to turn left, turn right, go over, under, or through, or if that's really the direction it is that you want to go. Like all of those things are part of what it is that you've got to do. If you want to grow in your life, if you want to continue doing those things in your life, if you want... I, 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 if you're okay with the status quo and you're okay coasting where you're at, cool. Then this podcast is not for you and that's okay. Please hit the share button and send it to somebody that needs to hear this today. But your kids or your grandkids are watching you and when you tell them you could be anything that you wanted to be and they turn around and ask you, why didn't you? What are you going to say? My grandkids are going to know that I chased my dreams until my last breath. My kids are going to know that I chased my dreams until my last breath. They're going to see a legacy that's going to last for generations. That's my goal. That's my big dream. Like, my grandkids will have a tangible book. Look at what my Gigi did. My Gigi wrote this book. Look what all she went through. She not only wrote one book, she wrote three books. No, she wrote 10 books. There's a movie about my Gigi. My Gigi got this island and she put this retreat on it so that she can help people. She travels all around the world speaking to people to help them grow and heal from the things that hurt them. I wanted to be like my Gigi, so I became a brain surgeon. I wanted to help people heal. And that was, that was what was in my heart to do, so that's what I became. You get to decide who 
you get who you become. Wes said, God opens doors and some people won't even walk through. They will turn and walk the other way. So that's where the fear of the unknown comes in. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So we'll, I, I'll talk about that for a second. So the fear of, of not knowing. And so that's why I say you got to surround yourself with people that are where you're going. Like your, your, your circle of influence should be people that have a financial status that you aspire to have. They, if it's a business that they have, maybe, you know, not necessarily the business that they're in, but they run their own business and they run it successfully. You wanted, you need that mentorship. What if they have a nonprofit and you want to know how to run a nonprofit? You need that mentorship. You know what I mean? Can you find anything you want to know on Google? Yes, you can learn that. And if you're great at reading and learning and applying, high five. That's how I did it. But now I'm at a point where I need a mentor. I need to follow the breadcrumbs. And I tell this, I say this all the time in all my podcasts, monkey see, monkey do. You know what I mean? If you can show me what to do, I'm on it like white on rice. And all of those things can happen. But you have to decide that that's what you want to do. And then you have to go... You have to go in that direction. You have to take a step. You can't let fear stop you from taking that next step. People are so afraid of success that they run from it and then they bitch, moan, and groan and complain about where they are in life. If you're not going to take that next step and, and move on in your life to the next big thing, to the next business, to the next job, you lose all right to bitch, moan, and groan about where it is that you're at because you chose. You chose to stay there. So I, I, I'm sorry, not sorry about being all up in your grill today, but it's, it's important to me that you understand you have a choice. If you're sitting in a place of nowhere, you feel like you're nowhere, you feel like you're stuck, you feel like you're drowning in reality, and you've got to get to now here, you've got to figure out what to do with the space in the middle. Maybe that's take a new course. Maybe that's find a mentor. Maybe that's read a book. I started my path with reading books. I started my path with doing personal development. That has grown from not only reading books, but taking online courses to help me grow mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It's a path. It's a, it's, it's a never-ending journey. And I want you just to remember to take in the moment and breathe. Like be in the moment, like happiness is a choice. If you're not happy where you're at, make a different choice. If it's your job that you hate and you're not happy, what is it going to take to get you to a new job? Like, is your boss somebody that you admire? Is he somebody that you aspire to be like? Can your boss be your mentor? If not, why are you freaking there? Like you have to decide what's next and take a step. You can't just sit here and let life continue to punch you in the face and say, take that. I mean, you can, but what kind of life is that? Like you should be living an extraordinary life, not mundane and average. And I'm going to keep saying that and my hair is yelling in my face. I'm going to keep saying that until you hear me and you take that step. If I can jump out of a perfectly good airplane, anybody can do anything that they decide to do. <laughs> so there's that. If at the age of 50, I could sell everything it is that I own and drive across the country and move to California and completely change my stars and change my life. You can do anything. 
No excuses, man. No excuses. You get to choose who you become in life. Trauma or not. You get to decide. Your life is a canvas. Your life is a book. Since I wrote a book, let's use a book as an example. Every stage of your life is a chapter. Let's say you just broke up from a bad relationship. Well, you keep reading that old chapter over and over and over again, and you're not willing to start a new chapter. Well, how far is that going to get you? Like if you're, if somebody wrote a book about you and to, today was your last day on earth, would somebody want to read your book? Would your book be a bestseller? Would your book be a hit? Or would it be on the shelves and collect dust because there was nothing to tell? Very real. Very real. And very relevant. So, I love you guys to the moon and back. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me today. If you have not done it already, make sure that you hit the follow button on my pot. pot da, 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 da. <laughs> hit the follow or subscribe button on my podcast. You can hear me wherever podcasts are, are heard. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. I am everywhere. So make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure that you hit the share button on this video and on my podcast. I would so, so, so appreciate you. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to hit me on my inbox and I would be happy to talk with you then. And if you have not gone out and got my book yet, shame on you. Kidding, not kidding. It is called Dear Victim. It's time for us to break up now. You can just go to Amazon and in the search bar, type in Tammy Loftus and it will pop right up and hit that. Uh, go ahead and get that book. Uh, or if you would like an autographed copy, go to my website at TammyLoftus.com and I would be, I would love to send you an autographed copy and you could possibly get a golden ticket with an autographed copy, which would get you two one-hour life coaching sessions or four 30-minute coaching sessions. We just had somebody win a golden ticket last week, so I'm super excited to get started with her on her coaching journey as well. Um, so shout out to Miss LaShonda because I know she'll get on here and watch this in a little bit super excited to get uh to get that on with her so i love you guys to the moon and back i hope you have the most amazing day an amazing week ever and i will see you soon bye bye now